This episode is brought to you by Abbott. Mauricio Terramasso and Mike Gibson coming to you live from TCT 2019. We're talking about tricuspid valve regurgitation and medical management versus a tricuspid valve treatment with a percutaneous approach. Tell me about what you found in your study. Yes, what we found is quite interesting because in our study, actually, transcatheter treatment of the tricuspid regurgitation with different devices, so most more than one device was included. Okay. Uh, was which, associ- ones were, which ones did you use? Actually, uh, the interventional group is coming from the Tri-Valve Registry, which is an international multi-device registry, okay. where uh, all the devices which are actually used in, in human are included. Okay. Most of the patients get uh, mitral tricuspid position, about between 70 and 80 percent of the total, mm-hmm. but also the other devices are captured, mm-hmm. even some replacement patients. Sure. And uh, in this propensity match analysis, where we compare the tri-valve registry patient uh, to uh, to, um, control cord coming from uh, two big cord of two tertiary center, one is the Mayo Clinic and the other one is the Leiden University Hospital. Actually, we found that uh, transcatheter treatment on top of optimal medical therapy uh, gives a a benefit, a prognostic benefit to the patient. Primary endpoint was a composite endpoint of survival and hospitalization, and the patient who got uh, interventional treatment performed better at one year. So they had. And was that um, composite endpoint? Was there any difference in survival and hospitalization as separate endpoints? Yes, as well. Secondary endpoint was survival for. Uh, uh, let's say overall survival, not, right. and there was a benefit even there was in, a benefit uh, yes, in that. Yes, okay, exactly. So quite that's interesting. Very, yes, that's very interesting. And the severity of the TR. This was severe plus torrential, or just severe, or how bad was the? TR? Was uh, many patients had torrential, torrential, so severe, at least severe, let's say. Right. And interestingly, the prognostic benefit was observed only if at least uh, his TR was reduced to at least two plus degree. So if there is no TR reduction, the outcome is comparable to the one in the control group. So there is really an uh, association between TR reduction and outcome in, in our study. So what's on the horizon for TR reduction? What's on the horizon in terms of device modifications, new generations of devices? Where are we going in the field? Uh, of course, a good point. The devices that we have at the moment are far from be perfect to, to address TR for many reasons. One is probably some technical reasons, so we, we could improve our devices. The other one is that most of the procedures are performing really advanced patients where TR is, uh, is huge. So there is a huge gap, uh, uh, extremely dilated tricuspid anus, and of course, if you treat this extreme anatomy, even if the device performs very well, to reduce or even to abolish TR is quite challenging. So yes. it's a combination of the two. But the result of this study tells us... But ultimately, do you think if we get better devices we could intervene earlier and prevent Absolutely. people from getting to that Absolutely. point? Absolutely. Yeah. So we can improve the devices, we can improve the imaging guidance, which is, we are learning a lot, but it's still far to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, treating patients earlier, oh, yeah. based also on the result that we, we just presented, uh, should be, hopefully, 
associated with better TRH and then better outcomes, yes. Great. Congratulations. Great analysis. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. And thank you for joining us here live on day two of TCT 2019.